Hello, everybody. It's Michael from theloftestparty.com, and you are about to listen to a fantastic new episode of the Loftest Party Podcast. Let's go. Uh, fair warning, I've changed locations. It might sound a little bit different. You might hear birds chirping in the background. It's just that kind of day. It's sunny. It's beautiful. The sky is blue. And let's get weird. Let's, it's going to be a weird one. We're going to be all over the board. But that's how it normally goes anyway. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I felt like giving you an extra special heads up. As I record this, as we jump into this one and we talk about what's going to be on the show, this is the, uh, this is the Sunday before Memorial Day. So we're going to talk about Memorial Day. Some fun to know facts. Some things I didn't know about Memorial Day. I find them interesting, and hopefully you do too. Here's what else is on the show. I'm going to be making uh, massive amounts of uh, fun. I'm going to be wrecking Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm going to be wrecking Star Wars and Disney. I'm so... I, I have so many emotions about it. So it's Memorial Day. It's Kenobi. It's Ampfest that's coming up. Ah, oh, this is going to be in Coachella. We got information on that. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in on uh, the 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 shooting in Texas. I've really taken my time. I've tried to organize my thoughts. We got to talk about that. It would be criminal uh, if we didn't. There's also big uh, that show tonight news. And uh, part of the uh, the challenge and the fun of being a uh, an entertainer and a comedian and a sketch comedy person and what we're going doing there, some Dinesh D'Souza stuff. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, and also, uh, of course, we're going to be making a lot of fun of uh, of Joe Biden. So that's what's that's what's coming up. And you're probably wondering. Did he bring his guitar? He did. I brought my guitar today. I bought it today. I don't know what to say. I got mine today. I won't be doing a lot of it, but if we can punctuate some stuff and make it a little funnier, Lord knows I need all the help I can get. I want to say hey to all the new listeners and a special shout out uh, to the Patreon people. Just wonderful. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And just so you know, uh, there's a there's always a Patreon segment of the show. We I had a we we talked about this last week. There was there was someone who was like, I don't understand what happened. And so here's how it goes. We're gonna do a couple. Uh, we're gonna do the big podcast here, and then uh, the big finale is over at at Patreon. The grand finale. Okay, so let's jump in. And this is uh, not a random order, but it is, it is some kind of order. So Memorial Day is happening. Here's what I didn't know. I, 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 this is just me being ignorant. I always thought Memorial Day was a World War I, World War II thing. Oh, ho, my friends. Memorial Day actually started after the Civil War. Uh, the Civil War ended in the spring of 1865, and that was that was a big one. You know that. That's that's the one where we uh, any other war ever the Civil War more people were killed, dead, horrible. Can't even imagine. Can't even imagine that one. So that that baby wraps up, which is what they called it back in the day. Oh, we shall remember the days of that baby. When did that baby wrap up, sir? 1865, and then someone had the bright idea uh, to start a what they what they called a decoration day. Now, there's a, a lot of groups that think that it was actually um, that it was actually organized by a group of formerly uh, enslaved people, some some freed black folk, which would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense that uh, some freed black people would want to remember, at, you know, what they've been through, who they lost, how the, the and then also the, the men and women of the, of the military, because good Lord, that was just, oof. Nobody, I don't think anybody came out of uh, the Civil War unscathed. Everybody knew somebody. 
So it was on May the 5th, 1868, 1868, General John Logan, leader of an organization of Northern Civil War veterans, I guess everyone back in the Civil War, in my opinion, spoke like this. They called for a nationwide day of remembrance uh, in, the, in the month of May. So the 30th, 30th of May, 1868, designated for the purpose of, of uh, flowers and decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of the country. And uh, so that's, that's where it got started. There, and now we know it was a it was a civil war thing, and it makes a lot of sense that uh, you know the the men and women of the military would want to remember their fallen heroes, and also the boy. I tell you what, if you're a slave and you realize that the game has changed, and uh, well, I kind of want to be more careful with my words. I don't want to be too light about this. But you realize that okay, so now we're free. This is important, and you don't want to forget everyone who is not around to enjoy this new freedom. So it, it's both sides. It, it's both sides of, you know, it's military, it's life. And it makes, and, and it shows to me uh, a way of thinking about the future. Like, you know, things are going to be better. You know, things are going to be better. So you want to make sure you never forget the people who came before you and died. And that's, that's Memorial Day. That's, you, you really don't. And it's wild. The, the, I have to think, as sad as it is, really, like the optimism that they must have felt, you know, at the end of the Civil War. It's like, okay, that's over. That's over. Now things are going to get better. It's weird. I don't know if you guys are like this, like me, but like, I feel like this is the first time in the history of this country, at least, where maybe it happened in the 60s, where there's not like an optimism. There's not that whole, I tell you, when when Trump would talk about make America great again, it was like, okay, that's a cool slogan. That's a cool phrase. I get it. I get it, you know. But now it's really ringing true. It's really like, we have to... We got some big problems with this country, and a, a lot of them, I think, uh, we've always been so optimistic. We've always been so full of swagger, and we can't let anybody take away our optimism. We can't. And that's, I don't know, I think that's one of the cool things that Elon Musk is doing. We got to go. We're explorers. We're adventurers. We're, it has to, if it, if, listen, if it, if we can't keep optimism going here in these here United States of America. Uh, we're done. We're done. Because that's like, I wanted to do this in my stand-up. I probably will. But like, if you think about it, this whole country, and not to get too, like, I don't know. I don't want to like wax poetic or even try to. But it was founded by optimists. People... You know, the, 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 the pilgrims when they first came over. Not the Puritans. I'm talking about the pilgrims. They're like, Europe is shit. And we don't like the vibe over here. I would rather risk it all in this new world and just let's do our own thing over there. And always in, in the history of this country, there's always been like, so, so you're living in New York. You're living on the East Coast. And the, and the Puritans come in. And they're all, you know, hey, don't... The Puritans being all belt buckle, fashion hats. You're like, okay, these people are dorks. I do not dig them. I'm going to head to this new part of the country. I'm going to head west. I hear there's this, there's like, there's this place called like Pennsylvania. There's a place like in Ohio. I am done with these dicks. I, I guarantee I can do better over there on my own. And that's how it's always gone. And that's why the West, you know, and, and, you know, California has always been that like, well, shit, these people suck. I'm going to go to the West. I'm going to go way out West. And there's going to be gold and like this optimism, optimism, optimism. And then it's like we got Alaska and just designated the whole fucking state a national park. Like, I, are we done with Alaska? Are we ever going to do anything with that state other than just look at it? I don't... <laughs> it's like, that's how I always think of Alaska. It's just, it's not really a state... It's like there's a couple cities, but it's pretty much a glorified national park. That's the whole state. It's like nothing happens there. 
But what I'm, my point is this, we're like, we're like done moving on. And so now we've been settled in. We've been settled. Let's find out when Alaska became a state. Let's find out. If only there was a computer I could go to. I'm, this is completely off script, guys. This just happened at the moment, so I'm not prepared. <laughs> when did Alaska... 1959. 1959. So, good Lord. So, over about 60 years, we've just been hunkered down. This is it. No, There's no new place to explore. There's nowhere to go. If you think that these peoples are, you know, the people in your neighborhood are dicks, and you're like, oh, I want to go it alone somewhere else. Sorry. Tough titty. There's nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to go. And I think that that's what's settling in with us. Like the, the days of the Wild West are long gone. The, the days of exploration are long gone. It's now like, okay, this is it. And I always felt that way about capitalism too. You know, it's like with Coca-Cola and Pepsi, they just, they just have an agreement. Like, okay, so this week will be the Coke week and then next week Pepsi will be on. It's just like how much more, there's, a, there's, a, a, there's a, an end to capitalism. At some point, I mean, you can get big, but how, just by the nature of the population, how big can you freaking get? There's an end point. And I don't like that there's an end point in exploration. And that's why I really dig Elon Musk. You guys, if we just sit around here arguing, like, I don't, you will just all become lazy pessimists. We, we have to go. We have to go. Let's get those rockets fired up. Let's get some people on the moon. Let's get some people freaking on, on uh, asteroids. Let's get some people on Mars. Let's go. I hate this just like settled in and like this, this, this vibe of just, it's like a, a, a controlled descent into just absolute garbage. And here's the other one. This, this takes me to Biden. Hey, look what I did. I accidentally, I accidentally did something. Biden did this thing. Uh, he was in Japan or somewhere, and he was talking about uh, you know the energy and the gas, and it's it's an opportunity for a transition. And this, I don't know the exact quote is, but he seemed like pretty stoked about this. Oh, you know this this uh, opportunity for a transition, and as we transition, da, da, da. like here's the other deal, and this goes out to all the listen. If solar power worked better and the batteries were better, and you didn't have to dig up half the planet to make up freaking solar, it'd be awesome. Everybody would be into it. And the wind turbines, if that was dependable, if that worked better, I'd be into it too. Who wouldn't be into that? It's like, for the first time in, uh, I, I would say, in, in the history of humanity, we're not only taking a step sideways, we're taking a step backwards. And we're supposed to celebrate this backward step and pretend it's not a backward step. Hey, listen, the world used to run on, on whale oil. That's how you lit your home. Oh, whale oil, whale oil. And then, holy crap, we were driving those things into extinction. We were just hunting them all off the planet. And that's when some dude got together with some other dude in, uh, in Canada, and they're like, I bet we could figure out something to do with this petroleum. Uh, this, there's, there's, like, there's this oil everywhere. So it, was a, it burned clean. They figured out a way to refine it, and it worked better than whale oil. And it was cheaper than whale oil. So a better product, less expensive, ta-da. Okay, so that's a huge improvement. That's how the shit's supposed to work. Then you got Tommy Edison going, damn, these houses, yeah, everybody's still using these flame lamps. They're burning up. They're burning down. Fire's a horrible way to go. I bet we could do like an electric light. So boom, he comes up with that. Holy crap. It's safer. It's cheaper. It's more efficient. You don't have to worry about burning up to death. That's a huge improvement. The automobile was a huge improvement over. So now they're asking, hey, let's go. Let's go wind. Let's go wind and solar. Bitch, it doesn't work better. That's not how the, that's not the, how the, how this game is played. You big dumb dummy. Come up with some shit that works better and we'll talk. 
And, and with, with, I swear to God, I drive across this country so much. I do a lot of driving and you never see the windmills even spinning. And for the love of God, okay, I'm going to, it's, it's so horrible. It's so horrible. Come up with a better way. This whole forced transit, I'm not doing it. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing it. And if, and if you're, you're a listener and you know someone who has an oil uh, rig place or a buddy works on an oil rig or what have you, just fucking fire it up. Just fire it up. This, it's not, they, it's, it's, it's a horrible reality that like Biden and whoever's telling Biden what to do and his advisors and they know this is horrible. They know, and, and like, it hurts every single American. It's just, in a, in a, it's a matter of degrees. But if you're middle class, you're getting, you're getting inflation. Between inflation and the cost of fuel and everything, you're just getting hammered. You're just getting hammered. And now you're like, oh shit, I, w- I want to try to stay middle class. And if you're, if you're, uh, you know, lower class and you're trying to work your way up, damn, you're getting hammered. And and here's the deal. They don't they don't care. They don't care. If they cared, they would drill more. And and it's that's the really depressing thing. That's the thing that makes me uh it's it's what I struggle with is just getting so bummed out about it. Is like, damn. Like the Democrats, that's not the party of of humanity. It really isn't. It really isn't. How could you do that? And then, oh, it's for the greater good, I guess that's what, when you go to bed, oh, it's for the greater good. But how, how do you know that you're hurting 90% of the population, right? You've got some wealthy people and, you know, they're getting hit too. But like, I've said this before about, the, about wealthy people. And they all want us to be mad at Elon Musk, you know, the guy who's at least trying to get us to the moon, get us to Mars, get us back to like what we're supposed to be exploring and stuff. And we're all supposed to be mad about, oh, Elon Musk makes all this money. Oh, Jeff Bezos makes all this money. Oh, we should tax them more. It's not going to make my life better at all. It's not. It's not going to make your life better at all. Tax them all. Tax them all more. Do you think your taxes will go down? Do you think that'll affect the, 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 the cost of, of, uh, of bread or, or gas? And it's like the dumbest fucking trick in the book. We're all supposed to be mad at these guys. And here's the deal. I got to stop saying here's the deal. <laughs> if you are um, upper class, you're, you're, you're doing okay. And let's, let's just say you're, uh, you're making half a million dollars a year. Holy crap, you're making half a million dollars a year. Look at you go. And then the government comes in and goes, oh, we got to tax this more. We got to tax that more. We got to raise the cost of this. And oh, there's a tariff on this. And oh, inflation that. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're making 250000 bucks a year. You're going to miss that extra $250,000. So you're going to charge more. You're going to lay people off from your business and you're going to charge a little bit more. You're going to make up that money. And so that's the recipe. That's one of the components for the recipe of inflation. So I don't want to get too pessimistic, but uh, this whole uh, incredible opportunity, and oh, this transition we're making, I don't want to make this transition unless it's a better deal. That's like, like everybody forgets that, oh shit, I've, now I've done it. Now I've done it. I am, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm waxing philosophical. Uh, I'm waxing for, we've forgotten that our taxes, uh, it's, it's, that's a deal. That's a contract we make with the government. That's a contract. We're like, I'm a busy mofo. I don't have time to build roads. I don't have time to build a hospital. I don't have time to do all this stuff. And the government's like, I'll do it. Really? Really? Yeah. Just give me a little bit of money you know, out of your check every week and I'm going to build you some sweet ass roads. I'm going to build some sweet hospitals. I'm going to do all, dude, police. Do you need police? You want to keep your shit safe? Oh, hell. We're going to have police everywhere. Well, shit, that's a fucking good deal. Yeah, take a couple bucks out of every paycheck. That's a freaking great deal. And then they just take more and more and more. And I don't know about where you live, but the roads where I am, they're kind of shitty. 
and the police don't show up on time. And we, and we need more police. We'll get to uh, Uvalde and, and that horrible event sooner. But like defund the police. The schools are garbage. They're teaching kids horrible crap. The, the roads are absolute shit. Like I don't, this, we got to renegotiate this contract. Like for real, we, re, we need to renegotiate all of it. And that's why I, I, I get excited for uh, the midterms. I get excited for the red wave, the red tsunami. I'm thinking about calling it the red volcano. Red volcano. That might be my favorite beyond red wave. There's going to be a red volcano. But seriously, we need, we need America first candidates. We, we need, seriously, talk about the great reset. I don't think, I don't think they're going to like my reset because I'm not going to reset to some green energy horse shit. I'm going to reset, I'm going to reset to America uh, back in like the 1960s, maybe early 70s. Let's go back that far. We should just crack open a book, crack open a history book. What were we doing in 1970? Let's do that. Let's just roll it back to 70. And some shit, I want to roll it back to 1920. Some shit, I want to run it back to, reset it to 1880. But I'm keeping my swagger. We should steal the Great Reset. We should totally steal the Great, isn't the Great Reset kind of like make America great again? Like, make America great again. Okay, let's go back to this. A reset is like, let's go back to this. It's just a different way of saying the same thing. It's all horse crap. Unless we actually do it. And that's what gets me excited. That's what gets me excited. You know what else gets me excited? Shitty transitions. Got a bad transition. I'm playing the guitar. Because we're taking a break. Bing, bang, bing, bang, bang. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about that show tonight. We're going to talk about something very, very cool that Dinesh D'Souza did, because he realized the very, very cool thing we did. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Tejas and what happened uh, at the school and the shooting and uh, why I waited so long to talk about it. We're going to talk about, oh my gosh, there's Ray Liotta, there's Top Gun, there's Ampfest, there's Vegas shows, there's Kenobi. Don't, oh, oh. Kenobi's got it coming. Grab the lube, Kenobi, because I'm coming in hot. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi can't have communion anymore, guys. Maybe we'll start the next segment with that. That'd be a fun one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hold on to your ankles. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. See you. 
back. We're back. We're back. We're back with more show, baby, for you. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. I apologize for nothing. Okay, let's jump in. It's the B block. There's so much more to discuss. And then we're going to roll over to Patreon. Uh, let's start with this. I kind of, I was teasing this at the end of the A block. Nancy Pelosi, she can't get communion, you guys. And it's, it's so bad. It's so bad that like, oh my goodness, I want communion. I want communion because I'm, I'm a good Catholic. And I just, listen. I should be able to get communion, even though I'm pro-abortion and kill the babies. That shouldn't have that. Should, that should have no effect on my standing in the church. What? I've never understood that logic. I've never understood that logic. You're pro-abortion, but you still think, "Hey, this is what this is. This is this is biblical. This is pro-Bible. This is what it says in the Old Testament and the New Testament. All the testaments agree. You can kill. You you can just. How do you think? Uh, whatever Pelosi would tell us, oh, I'm a, I'm a good Catholic. I, I don't I don't I think the I think that the killing the baby thing might get in the way. It might. I'm not. I'm not a biblical scholar, but I'm I'm pretty sure the I want to kill babies kind of gets in the way of that. So good. I, I can't believe this is just happening now. I can't believe like Joe Biden, I'm a good Catholic. I grew up in Scranton. Ooh, Corn Pop was a bad dude. I think it's a woman's, you, you can kill your baby. I'm going to go get communion because I'm down with the Lord. Are you though, guy? Are you? So uh, they say that they say that Pelosi uh, is now barred from communion in at least four dioceses. I don't even know how big a diocese is. I don't know how many. I don't know how many dioceses there are in San Francisco. But uh, good, long time coming. Why are we just now? Why? Why is that? Why is this now just happening? So sorry, Nancy. You're going to have to sit at home and have some ice cream. And when you're at church, uh, wondering why it's so hot and why you're bursting into flames, <laughs> when everyone else gets up to get communion, you're just going to have to stay seated. Stay seated. Sorry. Sorry about that. You can have some wine. Maybe they'll give you some sips of the wine. That's like a, woohoo. That's why I go with this, all the wine. Oh, boy. Communion, if you're a Catholic... Uh, and you always, here's the thing, growing up Catholic, man, uh, boy, when, when they would whip out the communion wafers, you got happy because you're like, okay, home stretch. It's like, and now they're rounding the final turn. You're like, yeah, Catholic mass is a long, that's a long one. That's a long one. And then I, and that's a, Ooh, I just remember being a kid and like being so happy. And the, okay, here comes communion. Now we're done. Now we're, <laughs> we get out of here. It's funny. We would always, we would always go to uh, mass on Sundays. And then, uh, then as like a teenager, you know, when you're out, you're, you're, you're out partying and you're doing your thing on Saturday night and you're like, that's when I discovered <laughs> like Thursday night mass. Is anybody else do this? It was like the best cheat ever you could go to mass on thursday night it was a much shorter mass right it's like they get you in and out of there in half an hour and then you could party like a madman on saturday night and sleep in on sunday and like did you go to mass yes i did i went thursday night it was the best it was the best i felt like the smartest guy in the world okay I don't know if anybody else did that. And can you do that? Can you do that in the in the Jewish faith? Can you can you go to temple on Thursday night and then uh, and then have your weekend? <laughs> and is that cheating? Let me know what you think. Uh, but okay, I don't, I'm not going to go off on another tangent. We got to we got to stick uh, to what the program is. Kenobi, Texas, the Second Amendment. Dinesh D'Souza, uh, 
that show tonight. We'll have some Ray Liotta and Top Gun. That's probably... Oh, Ampfest, Vegas. There's so much. You're going to want to do the Patreon, too. All right. So I've really held off on even commenting. And on the live stream, you know, we do the live streams on Facebook on Wednesday nights. And I even said, uh, I'm going to hold off. It seems like... Well, here's what I know. When, when something horrible happens like this, and, it, and it, there's no other word, just it's absolutely horrible. It's just, it's just horrible. I, I don't see why people want to make decisions so fast. And, I, I, and frankly, I find it disgusting. I find it disgusting that these people on Twitter immediately start, immediately start, and whether you're uh, someone on the left trying to use this, like like Beta O'Rourke, you know, that was absolutely disgusting when he interrupted the press conference. And then there was people on the right going, here come the people on the left ready to make this political. And it's like, dude, you just made it political by talking about it. It's like, can we just seriously take a moment It's so gross on either side. And that's like, once again, it's like, you know, trying to stay optimistic about everything and trying not to get, it's tough to do. But like, do you really want to solve the problem? Do we really want to talk about, that's what I want to do. I I want to solve the freaking problem. Something's going on. This, uh, the, the kid who he shot his grandmother and, uh, now I guess his mom is reported as saying, well, he had his reasons. I would really like to hear those. I would really like to hear those. But I want to know the why. You know, people can get mad about, oh, AR-15s and assault rifles and these blah, 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 blah. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. That's, that's a done deal. That one's done. That's in the Constitution. Sorry you don't like it. That's a done. Shall not be infringed. Okay, so it's just, it's a waste of time to start talking about this gun, that gun, this this many clips, this many blah, 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 blah. It's like a freaking waste of time. And it bears repeating that back in the day, even in the Revolutionary War times, a guy invented a repeating rifle and he just charged too much money. He just charged, already he was trying to get rich off the government. And, and the, the founding fathers and those guys like, dude, what are you talking about? We don't have the money for this. So the whole repeating rifle thing, there's, there's no pot of gold at the end of that argumentative rainbow. Yes, there's been repeating rifles forever. I want to know why. Like with the, the, the going back to Columbine, freaking why? Why do they do it? Why? Is it, is it for fame? What happened in their household growing up? All this other stuff. You can take away that, dude, a, a guy, a, a, some Dutch dude uh, just went on a killing spree with a bow and arrow. Just went on a killing spree with a bow and arrow. Ooh, ee. Can you imagine? You go out to, uh, you go out to go shopping. You're like, oh, I think I need this new backpack. Ugh. So, and then the other, there was the other dude with the truck at the Christmas parade. So, listen. So, so that, we, know, we all know that. We can all agree on that, too. All right, so we know everybody's going to, we know nothing's going to happen with the guns. And we know it's just going to be a different tool for these uh, murderers. Okay, so now we need to figure out why. Everything else is just bullshit. Everything else is just bullshit. And some people are like, well, it's a, you know, we, we've lost our spiritual center where we've lost our moral guidepost. There might be something to that. I think that's worth exploring. I think that's worth talking about. Now, do I want the government saying, okay, now you've got to sit down for Bible class? No, of course I don't want that. But we've gone off the rails. And I was looking at some statistics. Of course, I I don't have them right in front of me. But I was looking at some statistics. And this is really like a 1990 thing. They changed the definition of a school shooting to get real loosey-goosey, to pump up those numbers. It's like, oh, like Chicago. Chicago, there's bullets flying every weekend. There's just friggin', and so like, don't even tell me it's about the kids. Don't even tell me about the kids because you don't care. There, people are getting blasted left, right, and center in Chicago every weekend. But I guess if you're in a school and you hear her gunfire in the distance, 
<laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think if you're in a school and you hear gunfire in the distance, I, I, I honestly think they're talking. They're calling that a, a school shooting. So it's ridiculous. So then you're like, holy crap! They do. They just they just want to take the guns. And with just going off the past history of what our government is capable of, uh, I think we I think we want to hang on to our guns. Like like the whole lockdown, we're going to arrest you for sitting on the beach by yourself because you're not allowed outside. Oh, I definitely think we want to keep our guns. Given, given your past transgressions, hey, you're not allowed to open up your business. I'm from the government. I'm going to shut you down because I know more than you do. Oh, I think we want the guns. And this is especially hilarious when you look at Ukraine. We're like, oh, shit, we got to get some... We got to get some guns to Ukraine. Look at that. They don't have guns. And then the Russians are coming in and they're taking their lands. Oh, can we please get some guns to Ukraine? Hey, wouldn't it be nice if they already had the fucking guns, you dipshits? That's the great equalizer, you dumbasses. So that's non-negotiable. If you want to talk about why didn't the cops go in? Why didn't this happen? Why didn't that happen? Why was the door left open? How do we make schools safer? Why aren't we protect? I'm down for all of those discussions. But please spare me your bullshit hot takes unless you legitimately want to solve the problem. And I don't know where to sign up for those conversations. And I don't know where to apply pressure. But I know one thing. I'm not going to get involved in this horrible discussion of, okay, we need to, I'm Beto O'Rourke, and you need to give up your AR-15, okay, just, you're wasting my time, you buck-tooth-looking, human beaver, elongated, wackadoodle loser, <laughs> okay, so I've devoted enough time for that, and I think that's where the vast majority of Americans uh, stand, like, seriously, you, 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 you cannot... Try to pretend, uh, oh, maybe it's the video games. Maybe it is. I'm willing to have that discussion. Maybe it's our, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to have any discussion uh, to talk about what the what is really going on. Is it this whole bullshit where it's like, hey, it's a toxic masculinity. It's toxic. Men, men are toxic. Men are toxic. I, I'd really love to have that conversation. I'd really love to have that conversation. Something crazy is going on in this country. There's a lot of different things going on. I'm, I, I'm still shocked. I found this out. Like, sperm counts are down to like half of what they were in 1978. Testosterone levels are just going way, way down. So, and like, somebody needs to look into this. We got to figure out why are testosterone levels down so much? Why are, uh, are the sperm counts so low? Why are why is everybody telling uh, all the dudes we're freaking uh, toxic and horrible? Well, we don't even we're not even rolling with testosterone anymore. You're trying to convince half of the dudes they're chicks. What the fuck is going on? Oh, and if we're not allowed to talk about uh, changing your gender in school, oh, then you're the devil himself. No, whoa, whoa, nope. Full stop. Full stop. Fuck all of it. Okay. We're going to change things up a little bit. It's the theme song. We did a show. And we did that show tonight. It was so much fun. So much fun. And one of the skits that we did uh, was uh, a group of dudes watching 2,000 Mules. The, the Dinesh D'Souza movie. Dinesh D'Souza did that. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, you guys. I haven't seen it yet. I'm a shock. Everyone I know who saw it was like blowing up my phone. You got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see it. It's the craziest thing ever. <clears throat> Just losing their minds. So we did a, a little skit where it's uh, it's me and uh, Brian Hayner and Sean Farish and Jake Anarino and Gerard Michaels. The cast members, some of the cast members, some of the talented people from that show tonight. We did this short little clip, uh, you know, when you watch 2,000 Mules, and these guys were sitting down and like, hey, I thought we were going out. No, no, we're going to stay here. We're going to watch 2,000 Mules, then we'll go out. Oh, man, this is going to be boring. And then, of course, their reaction is insanely over the top. We did that, we did that like SpongeBob thing. We're like, one hour and 28 minutes later. And then we all lose our mind. It's funny. It's funny. 
Dinesh D'Souza retweeted it yesterday. Very cool of him to do. And a big shout out to Dinesh for doing that because the views are big on this one. I can go to the YouTube, uh, like little control panel for the Loftus Party, the Loftus Party YouTube, where I know you're all subscribed. And holy smoke, it's the, the video is for as long as it's been out and how many views, it's, it's doing quite well. So I, I really wanted to say a big uh, shout out and thank you to, ne- to Dinesh D'Souza. And also, as always, a big thank you and shout out to our good friends over at theamericafirstwarehouse.com. That's where we do the show. That's where we film the stuff. That's where we do the live performance. The America First Warehouse, uh, just great folks, wonderful people. And uh, I thank them and I thank Dinesh D'Souza for retweeting. It's incredible. I think we're making something funny. And, and, you know, lots of people are subscribing. We want more people to subscribe. Just go, go, go so we can make more, make more, make more. And make fun of these horrible ideas that come out of the left. It's incredible. The uh, you, would, you would think that, that people would be like, oh, these guys are doing something, something wonderful and interesting and funny. I'm going to tell the world about it. So I'm glad to see Dinesh D'Souza doing that. Going, oh, this is funny. I'll tell the world about it. Thank you, Dinesh. I would also like that from from some other folks who I won't name by name right now. But that's why we're always about share the content, let people know. We did a really funny skit about uh, if you took uh, a Siri and blended it with Ben Shapiro, and it was called Shapiri. And I thought, I thought that was hilarious. And I'm like, oh, Ben Shapiro. So ben Shapiro's going to see this, and that'll be great, and blah, blah, blah. Nope, never happened. Okay. We're scheduling our, our next show. Make sure you're going to thatshowtonight.com to uh, subscribe. Keep your eye out there. We're going to do a show uh, end of June. End of June uh, as, as soon as possible. But life does get in the way sometimes. I'm getting ready to head out to uh, AmpFest, AmpFest West. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Let's see if they've updated their website to see AmpFest West to see who else is going to be there. Because you know I'm going to be there. So already you got to go. You got to go, you West Coasters. Let us talk about the speakers and the performers. Okay, uh, Anthony Sabatini, good dude. We got, uh, ooh, Corey D'Angelis is going to be there. These people I see, with, Bryson Gray is going to be there. Uh, Corey, Corey Lewandowski, Raheem Kassam, Michael Loftus, Elijah Schaefer, Alex Epstein. There's a ton of people going. This thing keeps getting bigger and bigger. There's a, there's a group performing called Milk and Cooks, which I have to check that out if your name is Milk and Cooks. So there's that. And then I'll remind you all, that is uh, that is June 2, 3, and 4. Yeah, that's three days away right now. So uh, I'll see you out there at AmFest West, and then, then, we'll head to, uh, then we'll head to Vegas. No politics in Vegas. We talked about that last week. All right, we got to talk about uh, just a little bit. There's a few minutes left here. This will this will bleed over into uh, the Patreon segment of the show. I broke a rule and I watched uh, the first two episodes of Kenobi, the Obi Wan Kenobi show on uh, Disney, and uh, this is um, it's horrible, you guys. It's it's really bad. To, it's it's horrible to the point where like uh, the character development is, is horrible. The the costumes, the, the 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 writing, the writing, the writing, the plot. It, there's so much stupid shit going on, and it's it's over. I really feel like Star Wars is over. They they if you can't seriously, if you can't, you've got Ewan McGregor. One of the most beloved characters in the franchise. And you can't make it work. 
It's, you have to see it to believe it. I, I don't even, I'll try to organize my thoughts a little bit more. You could, <laughs> every aspect of it is horrible, except for you and McGregor and the stuff they've got him doing at one, okay. I'll, I'll say this, I'll say this. I, I get, it's almost overwhelming. It's like, okay, it's just such a mountain of garbage. Where do you even start? So uh, I guess, I, I guess the, the, the best place to, to, to start is just the absolute in, insanity of it all. It's the, the biggest bait and switch. So you're on Tatooine, and oh, there's Ben Kenobi, and oh, he's got a little job. He slices meat out in the middle of the desert when they capture these creatures, and he's got a little life as a hermit, and he goes and he checks in on young Luke Skywalker because he's sworn to defend Luke Skywalker. I swear to God, at the beginning of the show, they like, they're like, they do like a previously in Star Wars and they show scenes like, oh, here's young Ben Kenobi. Here's, uh, here's Qui-Gon Jinn. Here he's getting his training. Here's they meet Anakin and they're showing all these scenes from the prequels and you're like, that shit looks like Shakespeare right now. It looks like fucking Shakespeare right now. <laughs> the prequel trilogy. So then they get you all cut up to speed and, uh, they show, uh, they show like Order 66. And I guess some people are already complaining about why would you put that on TV? It's Order 66 and they're, they're, they're killing, they're trying to kill children and it's triggering and I cried and it's a movie, you dumb bitch. It's a movie. Uh, so there's a young group of uh, young Jedis and uh, they managed to survive. They managed to survive. And one of the one of the people in this group of young Jedi's, one of the one of the little Jedi's, one of the little Padawan little younglings is like, what do we do now? And a young black girl is like, now we run. And they all take off. Well, well, huh. I wonder what happened to them. Smash cut to Tatooine. Now here come the Inquisitors. They're they're hunting down the Jedi. I'm 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 down for this. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I think Darth Vader would be pretty mad at Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's the guy that chopped him up and left him in a lava pit. I'd be pissed off too. So like, oh, they're hunting the Jedi. This is how they're hunting the Jedi. And what's Obi-Wan Kenobi going to do? And then like uh, the Grand Inquisitor shows up. (laughs) And he's supposed to look super. Like they've had this guy in the video games. Uh, and he's he's like he's like white with like a wrinkled head and these crazy red tattoos. Well, the dude who shows up looks kind of like him, but his head's ginormous. His head is ginormous, and I'm like, why does his head look so big? It's because he didn't want to shave his head. He's like, give me a bald cap. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not shaving my head for this shit. And you're like, wow, what a dick. You're gonna be in a in this this series with with uh, with you and McGregor. Oh, you're not gonna shave your head. So he did a bald cap. He did a bald cap, and he must have a shit ton of hair under there because his head looks comedically ginormous. But anyway, at least he's interesting looking. And then the other inquisitor is like this uh, Asian guy with this crazy like. Uh, sci-fi Vietnamese hat on and he's got a crazy voice he like but it, it's not like metallic or robotic he's just like it's like he's having a bad day like maybe he's got a, an infection and a sore throat he talks like he has a sore throat and I'm like hey uh, post-production can we just go ahead and give him a fucking robot voice can we just make that and then guess who the third inquisitor is you guys what it's a young woman of color and she is sassy, and she is having none of it. Mm-mm-mm. She plays by her own rules, and she is so mean that even the Grand Inquisitor is like, you better slow down. You better not go so fast. You better watch. So she's, she's, she's black and sassy, and whoa, she's, got, she's willful. She's strong, and you're like, okay. So obviously, that's the girl who survived the uh, Order 66, and uh, here we go. So she was a youngling. She had the Force. They tried to kill all the Jedi. She went into hiding because of life was shitty to her. Now she's a bad girl. And then I can, I'm writing the whole show. I'm writing the whole show. 
and it'll be her redemption story and all that great stuff. And how is Obi-Wan going to, Kenobi going to save her from the dark side? Ba 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 ba. Then the show suddenly switches over to now we're tracking young Princess Leia. And I'll say this right out of the gate. The girl who plays young Princess Leia, charming little girl, wonderful little girl, good little actress. I'm sorry, little girl, that they're giving you such shitty dialogue and such shitty direction and that your character is written so poorly. It's not your fault, darling. It's not your fault. It's the grown-ups who don't know how to write. And I'm telling you guys, you're like, okay, this show looks horrible. They're making some really odd choices. I know exactly where they're going. There's not going to be a bunch of surprises. Then the surprise they do give you is Princess Leia. And you're like, ooh, that's a shitty surprise. And then out comes the bad guy. <laughs> Flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers kidnaps Princess Leia. And you're like, what am I watching? What am I watching? Did Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers just try to kidnap? And the thing is, this little girl, they say she's 10. She's so teeny tiny and it, she's not an athlete. You're a great actress, baby, but you're, you're not an athlete. She can barely run. She can barely run. And somehow she's running away from like three grown ass people in the forest and they can't catch her. Like, dude, your arm is twice the size of her leg. Your like, your hip comes up to her forehead. She can run as fast as she runs. All you have to do is walk quickly. So anyway, Flea kidnaps her. And I'm like, uh, I'm out. I can't. I can't. Then I broke a rule. Another rule. I watched episode two. We'll talk about that on Patreon. And we'll talk about Ray Liotta. And we'll talk about Top Gun, how it's doing real well. There's so much more coming up. Uh, we're we're going to talk. We're going to finish the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. We're going to talk about Ray Liotta and how sad that was. And uh, we're we're going to look back at some of his his uh, other stuff. We're talking about uh, Top Gun. There's more wonderful stuff happening in the news. So hey, yay, hooray! I hope you had a great Memorial Day. I'll see you over on the Patreon side of things. Ta-ta for now. And whatever's pants still on. <laughs>